This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Have you ever unfollowed someone on social media, then creeped back on their profile, mm. paid attention? That's what we're talking about here on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. 651 641 1071. Anytime you want to join the conversation, or you can uh, tweet us over on the Twitter box at Bradley Trainer. And Sonny, what's your Twitter handle again? At Cutie Booty CEO. You have the best Twitter handle anyway, Cutie yeah. Booty CEO. And yeah. um, that's what we're talking about. Now, again, the question is have you unfollowed someone on social media and then creep back up on their profile? Or maybe you know somebody who did. You, you can. Uh, you know, keep your name to yourself. Yeah, keep you don't it on want the to tell the truth. <laughs> um, Sonny, why are we asking this question today? I just asked my sister over the weekend. I had a connect that I disconnected with on social media. Um, it was kind of agreed upon that we were going to go our separate ways. Okay. And um, I just recently noticed the notification of them liking one of my pictures. And this ain't the first time this happened. I've had this with professional connections. I've had this with um, friends. I've had this happen. Like, this has happened with different people. Yeah. And I was talking to my sister about it. I was like, because she's told me about it, too, where someone, like, you know, they had a blowout argument or something, or they fell out professionally, and they unfriended, but then you look up, and they've liked, like, several pictures. Like, and I was like, what is, what, (laughs) what is this? Is this, is it, maybe it's something in social media culture that I'm not... I'm just not familiar with, but then I thought about it. I've done it myself as well. <laughs> okay, so you have done it yourself. And why, like, so what prompts you to, like, unfriend someone? Because I will say, in 2019, you, I mean, you got to really strike a nerve mm-hmm. to get somebody to unfollow you. I mean, I'm sure there are people who unfollow and follow people all the time. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I can't think of the last person I unfollowed. I'm trying really hard. Um, because usually I'll just, you know, like if it's Facebook, I'll just do that thing where you, well, you don't talk, well, you don't you like don't anything. Unfriend them. Right. You do, you do like click that thing so that you don't see their posts. Right. You unfollow right. them. Unfollow. You yeah, take yeah, them yeah. out of your, take them out of your newsfeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I don't necessarily unfriend them. Here's where I got, I got caught. That's what happened. I was Facebook creeping and you accidentally like a, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki is shaking her head over there. I've done the same thing. <laughs> what is that? What is it? And I know I'm not the only person, and I've no, I've, I know like most people just kind of creep in the in the cut. Yeah. But it's like once you've liked the picture, you kind of found out at this point. And I've reconnected with friends that I haven't talked to for decades yeah. because I saw them come back and like a picture. Like, well, let me send a friend request and see if we can reconnect. So and is this somebody that you had maybe like a verbal skirmish with, or you just decided to like go your separate ways? Or? For me, it's for me. Like if a friendship was toxic or something and I decided I don't want to see this person anymore. So there's two levels of me getting rid of you. <laughs> there's one of taking you out of my newsfeed. And then mm-hmm. there's another of, I just need to disconnect with this person because every time I see this person, I think of the thing that happened with our ah, friendship. Yeah. And it gets distracting. Yeah. And then you kind of move on and you, 
go and you switch jobs and you change relationships and you move cities and then boop, you look up and then there's a notification of the person's name. They've liked your picture. And then how does that make you feel? I thought we went our separate ways. <laughs> like, so do you address it? Do you just pretend like you didn't see it? Or? It depends on the relationship. Yeah. It depends. Because if like time has time has lapsed and I'm not really having any emotional responses to what happened, you know, then that's different. Like I'm serious. Like this has happened in close relationship and friendships and professional relationships. And I'm just wondering, is this like a cultural thing or is it just me? Is it and me talking to my sister and then Nikki, you saying it's happened to you. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like, well, Nikki, do you want to share like a specific story or can you give us any? Uh... It's just more like I've separate like I've kind of distanced myself from friends I'm no longer friends with and yeah. like I'll creep on their posts and I'm like well I don't want you to know that I'm creeping on you because like I don't I haven't talked to you in like four years do you and get like nervous then when you like pull up their thing that you're going to accidentally like someone yes. and then you go back and double Sometimes. check it well, it's like I've done it with people that I'm friends with but it's like yeah. I don't want them to know I'm creeping back like five ever, years on their Instagram do you so. ever um let's call it hate creep on someone oh yes in my early Facebook days, but that's, maybe that's hate very, is a strong word, okay. but but uh, creep creep. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> like, trying to think of a better that's word. That's just a level of creep. It's yeah. just regular creep. Yeah, just creeping. I've done it. It's been like mean girl kind of stuff for me. Yeah. Like if somebody was mean, I'll just look at. I'll look. It's this meanie pants box thing I do. My mentor told me it's when someone's mean to you and you put them in the meanie pants box. And oh, then, tell like, me more about this. Okay, so it's this thing. We we all do it. It's like if someone's mean and then you're like looking for evidence to continue to support that they're this mean person. Got it. And I and I've that's I said earlier Facebook days. But that's really toxic. So okay, <laughs> I'm trying to let that go. So now I have to know because I want answers. <laughs> what does your therapist say you're supposed to do with when you're meanie boxing somebody or? Well, in the mini box. theoretically, because you don't want to be put in a mini box in a mini pants box. Like this person is multifaceted. They may just not get along with you. So try to look at the person as a whole. They may just not vibe with you. That doesn't mean they're a mean person. Okay, y'all just might not get along. So, and like, so to to have a healthy outlook, just like you you've you've had times where you were rude in traffic or rude to a customer or something like that. And that doesn't mean you're mean. You just happen to be caught up in a mean moment. I love this. Yeah. Oh my god, you are dispensing wisdom on the show today. <laughs> but I because, still haven't got my question answered. Well. Well, uh, I don't know that there isn't it. Oh, there is somebody calling. So maybe we'll, we'll find out uh, what that person thinks. I don't know that there really is an answer, though. Mm. Right. Maybe it's just human nature. Yeah. Like people get curious and they can't let things go. Yeah. And to yeah. your point, I think what, you know, or I should say to your therapist point, like maybe it's like reaffirming something for them that they think about you or the relationship that you had. And they mm. need that justification. Like, I need to know that mm. I wasn't wrong. I've done that. I've definitely, yeah. but like, like I said, it's to me, it's like, it's like support. You're finding evidence to support whatever it is you think about them. Yeah. Yeah. And social media is perfect for that, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have an endless supply of material, whether it's their Facebook posts or their, yeah. you know, tweets or whatever it is, you have places to look and, and, uh, it's dig all stuff up. It's all toxic. Oh, Don't no. do that. No, absolutely <laughs> not toxic, but totally happens all the time. <laughs> Um, okay, so we'll find out what that answer was in the okay. break. But when we come back, ooh, we've got another publationship to talk about. So we talked a little bit about Bradley Cooper in the first hour mm -hmm. and some rumors. Well, there's a rumor that he was in a relationship with a particularly famous actress. We'll talk about the rumor and what to believe when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. You know we love a good publationship. And today is no different. This one, though, we haven't talked very much about, so we'll get to that in just a moment. Good afternoon and hello. Thank you for joining the Colleen and Bradley Show. 
show show here on my talk one oh seven one C I got speechless just getting excited about the stories we're talking about today. I'm Bradley Trainer, that's Sonny, and Sonny is joining me today along with Nikki. Thank you, ladies. Now <clears throat> publationship. I was explaining this a little bit to you uh before the show, Sonny, mm-hmm. because we love to talk about celebrity relationships on our show. Mm-hmm. And Nikki, um, can you remind Sonny what a publationship is? So a publationship is basically a relationship that's put out there for the public to try to believe it's true. Mm. And it's not. Ever. So, and it's a phrase Colleen coined. It's basically a public relationship, yeah. publicity relationship. Right? I like Get it, it, yeah. It works, mm-hmm. right? So now we were talking about some of these uh, before the show relationships like Jonas, mm-hmm. Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And then you brought up one. Mm-hmm. Camilla Cabello and uh, Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. Yep. I love his voice. They are. Li- and, and Nikki, you were like screaming like, yes, those two. <laughs> they are so fake. Yeah, that little right? mouth kiss thing they did was, that was yeah, disgusting. Like, you guys are trying really way too hard. Well, uh, didn't something happen and then they kind of fed into it. If they had just left it alone, then I would have believed yeah, see, like if if you weren't constantly like poking yeah. at it and putting it in people's faces, then maybe people would take it seriously. Right, right. But they just want people to buy the album. I get it. They're doing their thing. They're young. They're they are like wanting people to pay attention. And that song mm-hmm. was like song of the summer, man. So like they did something right. I guess right. Okay. Anyway, Beatles never had to do that. But I digress. You know, Hollywood would be real <laughs> proud of you right now. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> So the publationship that I wanted to talk about today is one we haven't really talked a ton about because it's not really a publationship, but it's it's a relationship that the media wants us to like think about anyway. And it's Bradley Cooper and Laura Dern. Now, why we're talking about these two is bizarre. We mentioned it a little bit earlier in the show. It was one of the blind items. Yeah. And remember, do you want me to read the blind item again? Yes. Read it again, please. Okay, so um, let's see the blind item that referred to these two was this a minus list actress, Laura Dern, Mm -hmm. uh, who let's see is the offspring of people similarly placed on the list, meaning she has famous parents uh, seemingly does a lot for this pay cable channel. Anyway, she came as close as anyone to outing this a plus list actor. Bradley Cooper. We never guessed the pay cable channel. Yeah, I don't (laughs) What's her show on whatever is it FX? I don't know. Anyway, okay. that does not matter. It is neither here nor there. The here and there is in this particular blind item, it's referring to Laura Dern potentially outing Bradley Cooper because there's been these rumors that he's gay. Like, who cares if he is? But he wouldn't be the first celebrity in Hollywood to have relationships that aren't real for mm-hmm. the purpose of publicity. But it's weird then that if you take a step back and see that on more than one occasion, people have connected these two, and there are dating rumors around these two. Um, the headline today from Us Weekly was, Laura Dern dismisses Bradley Cooper dating rumors. Quote, we're amazing friends. So, I ask you, do you have any idea, do either of you have any idea why there would be these rumors about Bradley Cooper and Laura Dern? Somebody got a movie coming out? That's a good guess. <laughs> That I don't know. Okay. Nikki, you have That'd be the only thing I could think of is somebody has a movie coming out and they're trying to stir up some attention to it. Yeah, Yeah, or something. something. Now, if I had done more research, I could have answered those questions for you. But we'll say those are both good guesses. I also think it has something to do with this thing about Bradley Cooper. You know, he was with Arena Shake. Mm -hmm. um, And they have a child together. And their relationship ended amicably, by all accounts. 
Um, but a lot of people suggested, including Enti Lawyer, who runs the Crazy Days and Nights website that mm-hmm. does all these blind items, mm-hmm. he has always suggested that that relationship was fake, meaning that they were in a relationship together for the purpose of publicity because they both got, you know, they they both had, to your earlier point, Sonny, in a previous segment where you talked about how being... Uh, in the forefront of people's minds, yeah. like uh, powerful executives in Hollywood. So when they were in a relationship publicly, people are talking about their relationship, right? right? And right. so that gives executives in Hollywood a reason to give these two work. Right. And so a lot of people suggested that that relationship was solely for publicity. Well, that relationship ended. They both went their separate ways. And since then, there have been these like rumors about like whether it's, you know, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. or whoever else. Uh, in a relationship with Bradley Cooper. And one of those people, Laura Dern, they were together having lunch this summer. Ah. And people suggested that that was, you know, oh, they're dating now. So again, we don't know why. Well, I mean, I just looked on Laura Dern's IMDb and it says that she's got marriage story that was either, it's either coming out this year or came out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, She's in Big Little Lies and she's in Little Women. Which oh, okay. Just well, big little. So, like, maybe they're trying to get up some publicity for those. No, see, that's perfect. Now you are thinking the way you should be thinking, <laughs> because what you're suggesting is that perhaps people are pub- are putting the story out there in people's minds. Like her coming out and denying that there's anything between her and Bradley Cooper gets her names and he- her right. name and headlines and gets people thinking about her. So, mm-hmm. see, we are right. all on the right track here. Well, because I didn't think about it until today. I was today years old. <laughs> exactly. When I so found I. out so that, they, that somebody is accusing them of being together. And nothing is for nothing. Yeah. Right? So whenever not in you see at least. Exactly. So when you see headlines and and it's not just a headline, it's actually the story. So she told us weekly so she literally talked to a tabloid and said, we're amazing friends. We're so lucky. Um, and it goes on um, the, the story in Us Weekly where she talks about and she says specifically of the rumors, quote, I mean, everybody's going to always comment about whatever seems intriguing. And he's the greatest human and one of my best friends in the world. So I don't blame anyone for having deep curiosity about his life because he's spectacular. Mm-mm. So it's like she knows exactly what she's doing, like by giving them a little bit. You know, they're mm-hmm. going to take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bring attention to her and him and connect the two of them. And it sounds like that may not be a bad idea for her career. Okay. Solve that problem. Uh, you know, with these situations, not situationships, honey. Oh, I like situationship. Write that down. Well, well, situationship, that's that's different. Okay, what's that? A situationship is like we're together, but we're not, but we're together, but we're not. Okay, (laughs) I'm writing these things down. Situationship. (laughs) So, like, like Jelena for. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. For like three years, was that a situation show? Yeah, like, yeah, like, it's, we're together, but or, uh, what did we, well, what did we, was it a blind eye about? I like that. About uh, Angelita Jolie and, um. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, yeah, like that, if they're still hooking up, that's, that's definitely a situation, a situation ship. Ship. Mm-hmm, Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Did you just make that up? No, it's a, it's a thing, you Okay, right. <laughs> we're just dumb. We're over here like, you're brilliant, <laughs> Sonny, and you're like, uh, hello, it's well, been around for a while. Well, you gave me publishership. Yes. So yeah. we both, we both, we, we have both, we walked away with something, Bradley. Thank you very much. Situationship. <laughs> wow. And thank you, Nikki, for doing the dirt, yeah, digging it of up. Course. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from Publationships to D Bags, Lord and Lady D Bag are up next right here on My Talk 1071. You know, the good news is on any given day, there are countless celebrities who deserve, uh, well, in tabloids and institutions. I mean, there are a lot of D-bags in the world is what I'm saying. And I am grateful today for these D-bags. And we'll get to them in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us on this gorgeous, by the way, Monday. I'm looking outside. It is sunny just after about 1.30 this afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer, along today with Sonny and Nikki. You guys, let's get right to the D-bags, shall we? Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yay! I have a D-bag for you. Okay, Okay. her name specifically is, although she's probably going to be weirded out that I'm calling her a D-bag. Her name is Kelsey Gibson. Do you know Kelsey? Mm -mm. No, you don't. She works for PopSugar.com. Okay. It's a tabloid. PopSugar, yeah. Yeah. Here's the story, and I'm giving this story the D-bag today. Um, the headline is, the height difference between Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes is truly amazing to see. <laughs> Excuse me? What? <laughs> the height difference between Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes is truly amazing to see. So I'm like, okay, I'll bite because I'm dumb and I'm a sucker for anything yeah. with Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. And it, ever, it says, uh, ever since Sean and Camila started dating this summer, they've been happily flaunting their romance for the cameras. While their over-the-top PDAs certainly gained attention, one thing that's really amusing about their outings is seeing their height difference. Man. Okay, really? Yeah. We knew Sean was a tall glass of water, but wow... I love your silence says everything, Sonny. Because I just keep waiting for something juicy to come There is nothing juicy. It's got to be. I can't believe it. It's literally like these two people are different heights. I mean, they do give us the actual heights, which, okay, so I learned something that Sean is 6'2", Camila is 5'2", so they're a foot apart. But, like, when I look at the pictures of them, I'm not, and, and what I love is they, here's what this is. This is what a tabloid does when they have nothing else. Yeah, I was going to say, slow news day. They have a, thank you. <laughs> they have a bunch of photos of these two. So they're like, well, what about these photos can we write about? Because we have to write about something. And they're like, why? They're different heights? Okay. You could come so, up with nothing else. Nothing else. Like, <laughs> like, you could have made up a dumb story about these photos that would have gotten more attention. But then they... <laughs> So they give you the information of their height. Okay. You could have just said, do you ever wonder what, how tall 
Sean Mendez or something. Yeah, or, I don't know, right? Yeah. Instead, no, they're oh, like. What does your height say about your potential for yeah, love, lo- I mean, long lasting love? You and, I mean, we could write <laughs> stories for days, and, you know, Pop Sugar should call us, frankly. <laughs> but it goes on at the, at the end of this article. It's just, it gives, it gives you the idea of exactly what they were doing. See more pictures of their height difference ahead. Uh, so it's basically just a slideshow okay. of their dumb, you know, of dumb pictures they want you to click through. And the the slideshow is nothing more than photos of the two of them together. Mm-hmm. And of of the like tall, short relationship experience, mm-hmm. it doesn't look that weird. It right? doesn't. It really like, doesn't. There's nothing that unusual about a guy being taller than his well, supposed girlfriend. I will say the only thing that I could that makes sense for this story is for like the tweens. Yeah, that would that this would so be what you huge. Saying? Like they're for, excited. Like yes. oh my god. Well, 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 you think, you know, when when I was a tween and I heard about celebrity couples, you like, you relate to them like, oh, my crush is yeah. a, a one entire foot taller than me. So that yeah. this is like the only age group that I could see going, yeah. oh my God, this is no, so amazing. Yeah, well, and if you love Shawn Mendes or Camila Cabello, yeah. you're like, okay, I'm here for like basically anything that involves I mean, here's a rapper that sean mendez and by that i mean like a candy rapper <laughs> that sean mendez left on the side of the road see i know some 13 year olds that eat that yeah up. right <laughs> literally right so um but i would just like to give the lazy uh tabloid posts of the day award um to now i have to go back through this dumb thing to kelsey gibson <laughs> From popsugar.com. And she, I'm going to click on her name because we always do this when we shame somebody for writing a lazy article to read through some of their other posts. Um, let's see. She's got. Felicity. So you're trying to see if she's a notoriously yes. lazy blogger? <laughs> do Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello really kiss like fish? Judge for yourself. I'm telling you, this sounds like teen beat yeah. all over again. <laughs> what would have been hilarious is if she'd actually like taken pictures of fish. And then put it up against or these some two. gifts. Putting yes, some gifts exactly. in it. That would have been nice. That would have been creative. We touch. have advice for you, Kelsey. Right. Just call us anyway. You're on notice. <laughs> this are this story is debagged for the day. Okay. What do you got? Uh I have the Academy of the Primetime Creative Arts Emmy Awards. They're oh. my debag, yes. What did they do? I thought we were <sighs> generally happy about them. Uh they snubbed Beyonce's <gasps> homecoming documentary. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. And um, I usually don't get into this. I don't. And um, I'm not. I am definitely a Beyonce fan. I'm not a crazed stan. I wouldn't put myself in that group. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not that because I and I and I I feel like Beyonce's receipts speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. Me personally, I watched Homecoming and I cried watching the movie. Yeah. I'm a little different than other people. I tend to take stuff a little bit further than other people. I I like I'm I'm tuned in to stuff. Yeah. And the thing that stuck out for me the most is this just was so big for me in the in the documentary was her speaking about the difficulty it was for her to get back into her performance level uh uh, how yeah her basically how she performed and having to deal with the twins and having the c-section and just exposing all of that here's why i'm frustrated about it i believe travis scott has a documentary that's out and not that they're saying that he he's not getting any awards or anything but this is literally i'm scared the documentaries are going this way mm-hmm. because he made a big old deal about it's coming out and I, that is the first documentary i've watched of a celebrity and i learned nothing about them. And so when I look at somebody like Beyonce and she shared all of these private moments that she didn't have to because she's got a pretty, for the most part, she's got a pretty squeaky clean 
uh, reputation. Mm -hmm. And to me, it looks like the woman's a machine. But for her to, to show these moments of her losing weight and not being her best self. And I remember when she was dancing, like you could totally tell she had post-pregnant boobs. Yeah. And just letting you in and and watching her. So being her. vulnerable, yeah. which is, by the way, to your point about Travis Scott, not something celebrities are very um, willing to do yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like they just want to control all the narrative. Now you right. could say, you could argue that Beyonce does that too. Oh, she wants to control her story, but at least yes. she's letting you see a side of her vulnerability. Even if it's the way she wants you to see it, it's mm -hmm. still a side of vulnerability that you don't normally. Y'all wouldn't see. have seen my post-pregnancy boobs. That's, I can promise you that. <laughs> I can promise you that. But you could tell like she was struggling dancing and you could tell it was the weight of her boobs was affecting her. Yeah. And I love that she said this part is humbling to me. Now, I, again, I'm new to the, to the, my talk world and the academy world. And this is honestly my first like, I'm upset that y'all didn't give her an award for this because to me, I feel like she really, and like you said, Beyonce is, has been very, very smart about what she lets us know and what she doesn't let us know. But I just really feel like, and I've been watching her since she came out with Destiny's Child back in the nineties. And I feel like this is the one time where she really let people in and really showed you the difficulty of going from being pregnant with twins and having to deal with the C-section and just letting you in on that. Cause we don't, I don't know what that's like to have a C-section. My sister had it. But I don't I don't know. Yeah. And to be the superstar at the level that she's at and to share that in the way that she did and show. Should I don't know. She's like, yeah, I just I, I don't. But again, I'm I'd look into stuff a little differently. So. No, I don't think. Uh, honestly, I don't think you need to, uh, you know, shade that at all. I mean, mm -hmm. it literally is just uh, that's an incredibly valuable. Because opinion she in the doesn't. Sense that she doesn't give that to you. She doesn't. And the, and I think that she stepped to me. It feels like she stepped outside of her comfort zone and. Because I will say one of the biggest criticisms with Beyonce is that she doesn't let people in. Yeah. Or they, she completely controls and manufactures what they're seeing. Now, again, you could probably make some arguments about this. I haven't seen Homecoming, mm -hmm. but if she's showing a vulnerability, period, mm -hmm. like that's that's not something that she's right. required or obligated to share yeah. with anybody. So yeah. the fact that she's willing to share it even in her own words is obviously, you know, worthy of praise. I will say she was up for, I was reading through like six mm -hmm, Emmys mm -hmm. and she didn't get a one. She didn't get not one of them. Not That's one. what I'm sad about. What is really, yeah. not one, come on, man. And then I don't like the people are kind of pivoting it and saying that, well, car, uh, James Corden's carpool karaoke uh, got one instead, and I'm like, I like carpool karaoke. Don't be coming for. Yeah, <laughs> well, see, <laughs> that has thing, nothing to do with the other, <laughs> right? Like, it, it's not that you have to hate. Um, you know the fact. Well, you can you can just be upset. Is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. You can just be upset for Beyonce because, and and by that, I think what you're saying is that you just really loved the. It was good work, man. It was good, and I I follow. I listen. I've been watching Beyonce a long time, and I know people criticize her because she can come off as robotic and like. You know, you, like you don't get to see the human side of her. And for yeah. me, I, she showed the human side. But of, here's here's the thing that's so frustrating with that is people say they want the human side of, of celebrities, mm -hmm. but they really don't. Right. Because they would not be happy with what they got. Exactly. Because exactly. it's going to show you warts and all. And nobody wants to see Beyonce's warts. I mean, it, her warts are going to be pretty warts. You it's, know what I mean? It's it's it, it's like a it's a it's a catch 22. Mm -hmm. the, the her. Her constructing and making everything just so is the reason why we're so tuned into her because yeah. it's like the natural human inclination to be like, there's a crack somewhere in that suit. Well, also because she's creating actual art and so often people now in, you know, like uh, 
people in this world are rewarded for not doing any of that and just showing up and opening a mic, Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian, right? So like when you have somebody who is actually crafting something, yeah. you are suspect of that. Like what's wrong with her that she's so private and secretive about what she's creating? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because she's actually creating something. Right. She's not just pretending you know, we're, right. uh, again, we want like something real, but we really don't. We mm-hmm. we want it to be we want to feel like we're learning something that, you know, we is unfiltered we, through their own perspective. But it sounds like we don't know what we want. And I think that oh, might have something to do with why they snubbed right. her. <laughs> yes. We don't know what we mm-hmm. want from Beyonce. And it just reminds me that I need to watch Homecoming <laughs> because the last thing that I watched at Beyonce's honestly was Lemonade. And she is just brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I'm and that to me, Lemonade was her best project because, like I said, she she let us in, and she to me, I know, and the, she didn't let you in in a way that like said, like, oh girl, here's close the, the door. truth, <laughs> right? It was here. I'm letting you in through art, yeah, through this creation that I made, yeah. Not like let me show you me in my underpants, right? Like I don't. Do you, I understand completely what yeah. you're saying to me. I just I saw a different side of Beyonce with Lemonade, with this Coachella performance. And again, I've been watching her since she's been younger. And so to me, it was like, oh, wow, she really opened up and really let us see let us see her being scared. And I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. And um, and I can't dance anymore. And I'm Beyonce like <laughs> just to yep. see you go through that. I don't know. I just I think they're they're d bags for not for not acknowledging all of that. But again, at this point in her career, she's pretty much just doing it for the love of it, and she doesn't really need it. Um, but don't worry, because she got a whole another project coming out tonight, and that's why I like a bam. I cannot wait. <laughs> all right, when we come back, we have to talk about Cara Delevingne and Harvey Weinstein, and um, <laughs> I'm not even going to begin to tell you why, but you're going to want to stick around for this story when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The actress Cara Delevingne is um, sharing something that. Harvey Weinstein apparently told her to do in her career. It was pretty shocking and actually is a wonderful opportunity to talk about something relating to the Harvey Weinstein story. And we'll do that in just a minute here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Thanks for joining us today. We're having a fabulous sunny Monday afternoon. Sonny is here um, as is Nikki. Thank you, ladies. Colleen will be back tomorrow and uh, Holly will be back next week. She girl is having a vacation and Mm -hmm. enjoying herself. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about Cara Delevingne. So she's doing this interview or did an interview and in it, she referenced Harvey Weinstein. Now, Mm -hmm. the reason my ears perked up to this story was because I started reading a book over the weekend called uh, She Said. And it's it's really about um, it's very much about Harvey Weinstein and how just the the sheer force that brought down Harvey Weinstein after all these sexual assault allegations and the two women who reported this for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And it's there's so much in the book, and I can't wait till Colleen comes back so that we can talk about it in more depth because I know she started reading this. But if you guys are looking for a book, um, you know, that's related to the Me Too movement mm-hmm. that talks about the Harvey Weinstein, a lot of things we've talked about on our show, frankly. So when I saw that um, there was a Harvey Weinstein story, I was like, okay, what's this all about? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a place in my head with the story. Well, Cara Delevingne says in this interview that Harvey Weinstein actually told her, um, she says, quote, one of the first things Harvey ever said to me was, you will never make it in this industry as a gay woman. Get a beard. Now, let's unpack that a little bit, shall we? Get a beard means, obviously, get a relationship that looks like everybody else's. Oh, so that they won't question your sexuality. Okay, okay. So get a man. 
That's what a beard is. Okay, I'm like, how so you like, gonna tell how to grow a beard? What kind of <laughs> what's really going on in Hollywood? I mean, a beard of sorts, not gotcha. an actual beard, gotcha. but a symbolic beard, and uh, that's that's something that's been as old as Hollywood. Like, mm-hmm. there are many relationships and actors and actresses who've gotten a beard, quote unquote, um, gotten married mm-hmm. um, to cover their sexuality because the advice always was, and apparently still is, or at least was recently. That you can't be openly gay in Hollywood and expect to have a major film career, mm. which is so shocking, right? Doesn't that seem a little bizarre in 2019. That yeah, it does. I I can't believe that. So this is still popping right now. This is yeah. Well, this story is coming out. Obviously, he didn't tell her this recently because he's well. No, no, no. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, the idea that you can't have a movie career mm-hmm. if you're LGBT. And so what's what's shocking about that is because most people would say, well, that's crazy because we know all sorts of openly gay right. actors, right? Right. But if you think about it, like... Mm. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, here's what I know. Hollywood is still a lot older and lives a lot more in the past than mm-hmm. we think. Mm. And so, you know, the way that men have been behaving... Mm-hmm. We've come to learn courtesy of the Me Too movement and books like like the She Said book mm-hmm. I was just telling you about and people like Harvey Weinstein. You know, th- rules are a little different in Hollywood for the way things work. And I, th- I would not be surprised in the least if people said, even if they didn't say get a beard, you know, they said maybe don't talk about that openly. Right. I mean, there are all sorts of actors who you now know as openly gay who only came out very recently. Or when they're or like, when during their career did they come out? Exactly. Okay. Like they didn't come out until after they were very successful right. and very, you know, famous because they didn't have anything to worry about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the list is long with those types of people. So that really, this doesn't shock me. But yet still seeing it in headlines is incredibly shocking, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. Um, apparently in an Instagram post, um, a while back, Kara detailed a a conversation that she had with Weinstein, similar to the one that she described in this article. She said, I received a call from Harvey asking if I'd slept with any of the women I was seen out with in the media. And she wrote that at the time it was a very odd and uncomfortable call. She didn't answer his questions and she hurried to get off the phone. Um, but before she hung up, he said to her that if, she was gay or decided to be with a woman, especially in public, that she would never get the role of a straight woman or make it as an actress in Hollywood. So, again, it's just it's kind of shocking, but not shocking. But I'm so grateful that she's sharing this story because I think it's necessary for people to understand that in, you know, this day and age that actors and actresses are still dealing with those kinds of barriers. 
So when so when did this so she spoke out against him in 2017. She's saying that this conversation happened somewhere around this time. Uh, no, this would have been before like before the, the Me Too movement. Yeah, okay, but but probably not much earlier than that. And even if it was like in the early 2000s or something, let's say within the last decade, you mm-hmm. know. So and look at her. I was trying to look at all the movies that she's been in: Suicide Squad, um, Pan. Let me see. I was just because I, I, I know her face. You know those actors where they show up everywhere, yeah. but when you say what movie is it in, yeah, she's, if you she's said an name, actress. Name, name a movie that Cara Delevingne has been in. You she's maybe... got tons of movies. Yeah. And I, I just appreciate that she took the time to sit down and tell this story yeah. because, again, I think all too often people don't take stories like this seriously or they see it, you know, an openly gay person and think, oh, you know, what, what problems could you possibly have as an actor in Hollywood? You know, half of Hollywood is gay. Well, yeah, it always has been, but they just mm-hmm. weren't allowed to talk, to talk about, about it. it and right. they've had to, you know, hide it for years. Right. And the fact that it was Harvey Weinstein, of all people, telling her this is just, you know, annoying because here Harvey Weinstein is lurking around in the shadows being a disgusting human being. And right. yet at the same time, one of the most successful producers in all of Hollywood. So it's like, it doesn't matter who you really are. It's just who you let people think you are that apparently matters to these people, right? So again, publationships. Yes! (laughs) What do we say on the Colleen and Bradley show? Uh, And nothing is real and everybody smokes. Thank you! Mm -mm -mm. We have done our job. Now... (laughs) Have either of you heard about this book, She Said? No, no. I haven't heard about it yet. Yeah. Okay, so Jody Cantor, Megan Tui, these are the two of the women that um, exposed the Harvey Weinstein story in the New York Times. Um, is it the New York? Yeah, the New York Times. And um, the book just came out last week, and it really does sort of tell the story of how they brought Harvey Weinstein down. Mm, but in okay. the process, it's not just about Harvey Weinstein. It's about all of the Me Too movement. It's about how... People like Harvey Weinstein in Hollywood were able to be successful and still, you know, routinely sexually assaulting women, Mm -hmm. you know, day after day, year after year for decades. Yeah, he's a symptom. And how they were able to buy their silence. And this whole system, frankly, of um, uh, from the moment that you sexually assault a woman, then the things that were in place to cover it up. Right. All of the people that worked for Harvey that would cover the story up, that would threaten the women, that would, you know, encourage the women to keep quiet, then would pay the women. Mm. Lawyers for the women who would encourage them to settle because they would make tons of money. Wow. So it's just like this huge a network. System of abuse, really. Just one Sheesh. big machine. Mm. So I want to know. I, I kind of want to know, like... I want to know if there's another book going to come out like Hollywood after all of this. I don't even know if there's an after yet, though. Yeah, that's no, that's a great like. question. It's not even an after. It sounds like it's still kind of still kind of running rampant. I would imagine we don't know the depths to which. I mean, if you think about it, like, what is the chance that one guy? I mean, we know it's not one guy because we know stories of other people in Hollywood mm-hmm. who've been accused of the same behavior. But, mm-hmm. you know, what is the chance that one powerful, you know, Hollywood person did all of this and that was the worst very unlikely that it right. was just him right right that there are more many many more, to your point many more stories yeah because like bill cosby you know we talked about when bill cosby all these allegations about bill cosby came out and if you just joined us we're talking about she said this book about harvey weinstein and basically how he was brought down mm-hmm. when the bill cosby allegations first came out because was, that was sort of the first part of this me yeah. too story that mm-hmm. we started to talk about mm-hmm. one of the first things i said was okay it's not just Bill Cosby. Right. There were a lot of people that had to be around to 
to make to cover it up exactly nothing, right? nothing to come out right like you don't just assault women on this magnitude right and nobody knows nothing exactly <laughs> y'all playing and, them but then you find yourself i don't know if i mean you're both women i'm not a woman but i would imagine as a woman when you hear these stories um you just oh, what was i going to say if you are in this position, oh, I know, when, when you're hearing the stories about the, the people who were allegedly assaulted by Harvey Weinstein and Michael Jackson, I put myself in, in these women's positions. Like, what would I do? And frankly, I don't think I would feel, you know, strong enough to sort of... To stand up and say something. Yes, yeah. I think if somebody yeah. offered me several million dollars to accept what happened and go my own way and keep it quiet, I mean, I would have a hard time uh, making that choice, I think. Yeah, seven million is a lot. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from Harvey Weinstein to something way more fun. (laughs) What is your favorite simple pleasure? We're getting real lighthearted when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.